You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and coming up, I've got an interview with Nim talking about his modern and melodic and beat-driven take on music concrete. Before we do that, I want to remind you that Echoes podcasts are free, but it takes a lot of money to put them together. Think about what other podcasts are interviewing Nim, Mike Oldfield, Goldfrapp, and Enigma. So if you're into it, subscribe to the Echoes podcast on iTunes, and if you're really into it, make a donation to Echoes or become a sustaining member. You can do it all at echoes.org. And while you're there, be sure to leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And now, let's hear The Secrets of Nim. You're hearing Echoes, and I'm John DiLibretto. The passing this year of French music concrete pioneer Pierre-Henri made me think of artists like Nim, young musicians using different tools to sample the world, but achieving some of the same goals that Henri and others sought 70 years ago. Louis Scaife, who records as Nim, is a spiritual descendant of the earliest sample artists like Henri and Pierre Schaeffer, who were manipulating sounds from the real world back in the 1940s. I talked to Louis Scaife about the secrets of Nim. Scaife is typical of the post-computer-generated music generation. He doesn't have any real music training. He never played in a band. He just booted up a computer and music software and started creating. And he doesn't make music that would always conform to notes on paper or instruments in hands. Probably it stems from my uh, non-traditional um pathway into music itself. I had no conventional music training or instrument training. Uh, I got a computer in my early teens and started recording stuff and just kind of mashing it together using whatever technology I could find at the time and eventually got into more specific sampling once I uh, started learning more about uh, the history of hip-hop instrumental uh, instrumentals and learning about what sampling was, uh, how it was done, and the technology surrounding it. Louis Scaife is in his living room slash studio in Durham, North Carolina. The view on Skype is austere. Scaife himself is slender with brown hair cut in a purposely disheveled hipster mode and wearing horn-rimmed glasses. He records as Nim, as in antonym. That's correct, yeah. The word antonym, as well as uh, a slight reference to the uh, the film and book uh, Mrs. Brisby and the Rats of Nim, if you're familiar with that one. Yeah, that was a childhood favorite and kind of a, an early uh, reference there that stuck. You might not recognize Nim's hip-hop roots listening to his music, but that's what he cites as early influences. Although they aren't really sampling artists, the roots was a were a, a heavy influence in the early days. Up 
Outcasts production team, Organized Noise, and that whole kind of Dirty South stuff in the beginning. Uh, that was terrific. then of course DJ Shadow and I started getting into the more specific instrumental producers DJ Crush uh, eventually leading to your more kind of uh, light bonobo and more trip hop elements so that was my trajectory there you can hear that sound on his earlier albums like his 2006 debut release Edge City Louis Scaife is getting mellower in his old age, all of his barely 30 years. Yes, absolutely. From Edge City towards uh, Lilac Chaser, it's definitely gone from your more quirky kind of boom-bap hip-hop to a uh, bigger room, bigger atmosphere. One of the reasons why I stopped listening to as much hip-hop music, I still like the genre a lot, but I just got rather tired of hearing men yell at me, Um, (laughs) you know, and and I'm just going for something a little bit more soothing now. You wouldn't think of ambient, instrumental, down-tempo music as being political, but in Nim's case, it is. Certain songs definitely uh, have a trace of the rage that I've felt um, about the way things have gone in this country uh, over the last year or so, and my fear of it, and and also hope for improvement. So. The very concept of his new album, Lilac Chaser, relates to a world where reality is questioned and facts are alternate. Lilac Chaser came together after I viewed a uh, uh, Optical Illusion by Jeremy Hinton. It's a, uh, a series of lilac circles that one of them disappears as it moves around in a circle and, and your brain sees this and there's an after image effect that occurs and you see a green circle where there is no green circle if you stare at the center. It had me thinking a lot about sensory perception and when we sense things that don't really map to reality and what that means for us on a small scale you know optical illusion is a beautiful fun kind of sly playful thing but it's also indicative of potential problems in our cognition uh, and the way we communicate with each other and the way we see the world Uh, in that sense it's more dangerous and uh, very sad in a lot of ways and so i kind of rolled that into one larger project that uh while instrumental, I feel captures that that vibe as much as I can. Much of Nim's music is built around distortions of reality, found sounds that he relocates into an out-of-context environment. 
like most people, I just have a cell phone in my pocket, so I'll grab that and just record some some quick lo-fi stuff, uh, wind chimes, any kind of bird calls that I'll come across that I like a lot. I recorded the cicadas in the song Yakomiko and the chimes and, and that kind of thing, but I will reach out and find some sort of jungle bird sound if I need that, you know, and um, then process it in such a way that it sounds a little bit more alien. But yeah, I really like piling in the noise samples to, to make it feel like a real atmosphere in the room. This is Yeokamako, named for a river in Virginia where Louis Scaife grew up on a farm. This is a piece where he creates a location, albeit a surreal one. Every single song I write has a, a room or a space associated with it, whether it be um, a dusty attic or a wide open plain or a river or anything like that. I want it to have a, uh, a visual impact. Like the song Come Back from my album Convex, people describe as like a dusty desert plain that they're riding across in a train, you know, or, or something like that. I always love hearing what people come up with. Music of Nim has evolved since its 2006 album, Edge City. That music was more playful in its use of samples, while Lilac Chaser has a more contemplative, melancholy tone. There was an aspect of, uh, of silliness almost in some of those tracks that, that had that, yeah. Which is so funny because Lilac Chaser to me is the happiest album I've ever written. While it does contain some of the most uh, bittersweet and sad sounding songs, it, it really comes from a, a place of happiness. Escape is one of those people you have to watch out for. If you see someone pointing their iPhone in your direction, it might be Scaife recording some ambient sound. His latest album as Nim is Lilac Chaser on the Lokai label. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.